Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 7, Episode 9, Alien Resurrections. Our review of Sigourney Weaver's Alien 4, Alien Resurrection. When they're not in prison world anymore. Yes. That prison world one scared the shit out of me as a kid. Was that the first one you saw? Probably like end to end, yeah. Because if you watch all three of them as like a trilogy, it's like, it's such a lame, not scary movie. Right, right. Um, They started to play with like some of the like CG kind of stuff, like stop motion animation stuff in that one, like, and they used it way too much. Right. And so it just looked goofy a lot of the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, Alien Resurrection, despite not being great either, at least like went back to, well, I'm sure there's CG stuff. I don't remember every scene, but I remember the design of the hybrid um, human, oh, yeah, 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 human yeah. xenomorph when it was really back, disturbing. Which is weird because that was all what um, Prometheus was about. Right. Like that hybridization into humanity, but now... And then the first aliens or whatever they are, yeah, taking over actual humans and right. turning. So then it turns all the way back again. I don't know. It's it that, again. It's problematic in the lore. The lore of Alien is now right. very messed up because of Prometheus and right, stuff. Right, but right. Uh, and then what was the other one that came out more recently? The sequel Prometheus to Prometheus Two: Fire Inside. <laughs> there we go. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, because the 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 original Xenomorphs were created to evolve a little bit from every host that they grew up in right as they babies. just picked off but then alien the yeah alien 4 alien resurrection was the guy that plays uh worm tongue in lord of the rings he was like the right. mad scientist that cloned sigourney weaver because she died at the end of the prison movie as right a, of the right, third right. one spoiler alert where she was shaved head nude in the shower and almost yep. got uh her box chomped Scared her face box chomped by the shit out of me yeah by the little uh penis mouth i remember i had like i was staying at my dad's house mm-hmm. my dad's head yeah and then, How much does car uh, cost? Almost as much as those pair of pants. Um, and like sneaking out to like where my brother would, he would just sleep in the living room. Yeah. Uh, to his jerk off spot. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's where the classic, he would fart inside of a sleeping bag, tell me it smelled like chocolate cake to lure me inside. <laughs> and I fell for it once or twice. More disturbing part is the twice. Now, but, quick, uh, quick side note, side idea. That would be a great game to play of brother or pedo where it's <laughs> things a brother would say to mess with his brother right or a pedo would say yeah, to mess with pedo. the kid yeah exactly come on in son hey my sleeping bag smells like chocolate, chocolate. cake yeah <laughs> mm. my underwear tastes like chocolate cake. um hey hey bro my dick tastes yeah. like chocolate cake <laughs> uh what? oh brother definitely he called him yeah. bro yeah <laughs> hello brother um but yeah, so I like remember sneaking out there to like because he was watching TV late yeah, yeah. to like just kind of like hang out because I was like so freaked out in my yeah. room to get your mind off other exactly. stuff and have some yeah. of that chocolate, and, uh, that chocolate cake companionship. Um, hey, hey, brother! Jamiroquai was really big at the time, and there was like some uh, big hat he was wearing, the Jiffy insanity. Pop hat they yep. called it. Uh, it was the big fuzzy giant top hat kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, great. Where it looked video. like a Jiffy Pop container. 
Jiffy Pup. Jiffy Pup. <laughs> yeah, he put Mike Mitchell from Doughboys. <laughs> uh, Popcorn Hut Dog Mom. Yeah, and I remember that was big at the time because I was on MTV because he was falling asleep. You were MTV. on MTV. Oh, that's I was, cool. Yes, you went out for that video. Exactly. Right? Yeah, I yeah. made it. Yeah, you I were, smelled that chocolate cake to get in they, that video. They actually, I mean, even though that video where he's moving around and the room is changing and stuff. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a, actually any robot. The room was changing on a big armature, but the rest yeah. was just little kids moving behind the, the couches and, and yeah. scooting them around. Small so you were one of those needed. kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They didn't want to pay the little people's wage. Um, no, so fuck they just no. Did a child wage. That yeah. union is totally fucked from the inside out. Yeah, they have. They're very short sighted yeah. on their views. Ever since Wonka disaster, yeah, uh, they've never come back from that. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> great job. Um, I killed three wasp nests last night. Oh, <laughs> wow, I didn't even ask how you were doing yet. You're already going into being the hero of your neighborhood. Exactly. Uh, Bobani says, wow, I logged into, hey, brother, my dick tastes like chocolate cake. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> um, I actually related to that. Uh, I came to your house when you weren't here. Oh um, yeah, and but you knew, but beer. you knew, yeah, 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 you knew. I, I was dropping off some some special beer uh, in your beer fridge, and uh, uh, your roommate Thafew, yeah, uh, left the back one of the back Brownie. door, and I was like, oh god, please don't let the gate behind that's currently behind oh. Steve, which is just covered in Jumanji, yeah, that you can't walk through. <laughs> I was like, please don't. Well, let his that brother's be the fishing gear is all outside and is just encased in oh. uh, Jumanji. Ivy Jumanji, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the other gate was open. Uh, also, Wait, th- these both these gates should be open. Well, that gate's covered in Jumanji. I'm not <laughs> That's a game <laughs> I don't want to play. Bug. This one though has a Tetris maze of your trash cans where you can <laughs> yeah, only yeah, squeeze. Yeah. Like it's too much effort to like pull one out and they move it. They keep giving us stuff. more and more trash cans. We have Ugh. a green one, a blue one, <laughs> and two black ones. Plus all his brother's fishing gear. I blew one of the black ones exactly. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I was walking. I scooted through those, and there was a. As soon as I, I hit one little leaf that's next to one of the three mm. inner fences that's over there, yeah. uh, I, I moved the fence. Wheels within wheels. Fences within fences, boys. Uh, there was a fuck ton of wasps just shot up out of a bush. I was like, Jesus Christ. And they yeah. were all like hovering and smelling my fruity hair smell and all that yeah. stuff. It was probably and, like two golf balls size. Mm. Uh, or the size of two golf balls. Nest core. Exactly, nest core. Yes. I found three of them. Okay. And one, how did you two, how did you destroy three. them? Uh, I snuck out in the middle of the night because <laughs> they like to nest up at night. They're not going to be flying around. They need to keep that thing warm. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to huddle around it. Yeah. I know that. They don't know. I know that. Uh, and then I have this special spray that just like bukkakes up. Yeah. And foams on them. Oh. So I have pictures and video if you'd like to watch oh. later. You can share it on uh, our stories. Exactly. Because yeah. um, they won't be resurrecting. Correct. They are dead. Yeah. And I told my roommate that, and he said, thanks for ruining my uh, science experiment. Because <laughs> uh, I told him, watch out, because a bunch of them just started dying, falling. Yeah, And yeah. it was literally above his slider. Oh. So I'm like, if that dumbass walks out barefoot, yeah, yeah. could get stung. Because mm. even a dead bee could resurrect into a sting bee. Right. I mean, well, maybe there wouldn't be so many bugs out there if he didn't have a gigantic miniature hamburger sitting out there. Well, that's his, his problem, too. Yeah. <laughs> the world's biggest slider. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. Go to Red Robin for the world's biggest slider, and it's just a dumb cheeseburger. It's a normal-sized cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, took those fuckers down. Yeah. No collateral damage? No stings? Oh, I didn't get stung, my no. friend. I did it shirtless too, like oh, a wow. real man, gorilla okay. style. I've never been stung by one of those ye- like wasps or but yellow, yellow jackets. jackets. Yes, oh, yellow wow. jackets can sting. 
and just I've had the honey beans. Wasp, yeah. no yellow jacket. Oh, really? Mm. Uh, a yellow jacket once stung someone I know in the throat because oh. it climbed into their soda. Oh, drank it, stung. And those yellow jackets are like notoriously angry little fuckers. Yeah, they're just the, keep like, stinging over yellow. and over. And they're bigger than wasps, I think. They're no, like, the, the wasps were bigger oh, than really? yellow jackets. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they got them big hand legs and stuff. Oh, that's right. And they're yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Maybe about <throat> a little third bigger. Disgusting. Uh, my brother once got stung in his eyeball. Oh. Or eyelid, I should say, because Ooh. he was coming up out of the water uh-huh. on a pool or in a pool. And it was just floating there on top. Wow. Right where he went up. Boom. Oh. Got him. And wasps and yellow jackets can live to fight another day, right? Right, right, right. Oh, someone said Sheriff Hopper. That's true. Oh. The Hopper. The yes, Hopper. Yes. The Hopper. <laughs> um, you can call me Hop. It's cool. No. <laughs> uh, while looking around. Yeah. Confused. We, we should just post on our thing that, like, uh, what's his face? David just Harbor him all the time. Is, yeah. is broadcasting <laughs> with us. Man, if we get him on the show, think of the dozens of new twitch followers we could get so <laughs> bobandy had a thing here that the twitch thought was maybe inappropriate i'm gonna allow it uh there's twitch thoughts on here yes it said the fucking asian wasp is large and can kill people oh yeah flag that is that thing's disgusting yeah i can take impossible. down big animals and no, shit like yeah. that it's gross but twitch flag that as a possible yeah. uh fucking asian. issue yeah <laughs> oh i'm an asian white anglo-saxon yeah. protestant <laughs> that doesn't talk to my family about our issues just drink and pill our problems muchos right? gracias yeah. <laughs> Singles uh, Domingos. Yeah. Always milking, all right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, other than that, how's it going, Steve? You just came back from a weekend in the Goose, Las Vegas, Nevada. Or as I said tonight, Las Vegas, Arizona <laughs> during the episode. Yes, perfect. It yes. was wonderful. was out there for a Magic the Gathering tournament. I played about one full mm. day worth of Magic, and I did totally yes. dog shit. So on Saturday, I spent the day at the pool, mm. soaking up the mm. rays and having lots a of few graveyard cocktails. time. Yeah, yeah, it sucks, man. And sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did <laughs> ban Hogak, <laughs> which is a big graveyard deck in Faithless Looting. Hogak, well. Hogak. What's it's that? It's a card in oh. Magic that just got printed, mm. messes with your graveyard, mm. little broken. So mm. they had to ban it. Now, what? Maybe we could turn this into a regular segment. What is the coolest, your personal favorite, newest Magic card that's been released? We all know about Black Lotuses. We all know about Card yeah, of the Destroyer. The we all oldest, know yeah. about Shanzanar the Ice Princess. They haven't announced a new card in a few months. Oh, really? well, what's yeah. the newest? Uh, so I would probably say the card that I had to buy this weekend for my tournament, because mm-hmm. I forgot it here, was the Unsettled Mariner. It's a oh. white and blue card. <laughs> yeah. It's a changeling. And he's he's just he's found out that his son is gay. He's not really sure how to deal with it yeah, as he went on his long journey pretty across unsettled. the sea. Yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) yes it requires an additional mana to be cast when uh, or paid when you are targeting his son found an additional mana exactly (laughs) (laughs) he called him manya manyas (laughs) as he took it down quite took what down (laughs) he's a changeling so (laughs) his son could be anything he wants yeah so, yeah, I would say probably that from the Modern yeah. Horizons set. Now, why did you need to have it for the tournament? Because it went in my Bant Spirits deck. Okay. Uh, What's Bant mean? So Bant is the tribe. So it, there's color combinations in Magic. So there's five colors, mm-hmm. right? This is closet knowledge. Yeah. I was going to uh, say, <laughs> this is going to be a little preview of yeah. what we go into on closet knowledge. Five colors. So combinations of colors have their own kind of guilds or tribes mm. so like the guilds are the two mana colors so mm-hmm. it's like white blue is orzov okay. right but then there's 
shards because the colors make a circle. Okay. So there's like shards and wedges. So oh. the two colors next to each other are one opposite or the three colors touching each other. Okay. Um, and bant would be a wedge. Okay. So those three Blue. colors go in order. White. <laughs> green. Where, where's the A come in? Doesn't have to come in. Wait, Bant is the wedge, tr- like the tribe name. Oh, it's not an acronym for blue no, something something. No, oh, no, no. God. So they Sorry. did do that for the ones that weren't named. Oof. Then they finally gave those tribes names. Yeah. So there's like Bant, Golgar. No, Golgari's a fucking guild. Of course. Uh, Jeskai, Mardu, um, <laughs> not Demir. Uh, Marmaduke. Marmaduke. <laughs> God damn it. Now I'm blanking on all of them. Yeah. Uh, fuck. I'll, all right. I'll think totally fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, save that. We'll we'll do that on our closet. Yeah, I'll have episode. the whole list down. I know them all. I just can't remember yeah. the fucking names of everything. I know them all, too. Westminster, yes. Huntington Center, now known yeah. as Bellaterra, South Coast Plaza. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you triangulate those three malls, you'll find out where I lost my virginity. Soul Tide, that's one. <laughs> oh, there we go. Blue, black. That used to be called Bug. Blue, black, green. Blue, blacks, blues. Exactly. Yeah. Very <laughs> powerful colors in Commander. Mm, of course. <laughs> Uh, it's like ICP waiting for the next card. Did they ever finish the story with those cards? That's true, Bill Bandy. I can speak to that. So the cards in ICP, so the band Insane Clown Posse, oh, yeah, yeah. there are different cards that would drop, and that was each album, and that was mm-hmm. part of the Dark Carnival. Mm-hmm. And Bill Bandy, yes, they ran into the problem because the final cards dropped, and then that was over. Yeah. Circus done. Did Bill Bandy just they, reveal himself as a juggalo? He could be. Oh. I mean, he must. Mm. Um, I remember Jekyll Brothers dropping. Uh, Jekyll? Jekyll. The Jekyll. Oh, Jekyll. Jekyll Bros. Great Malenko was a great one. The uh, Riddle Box. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I can't remember. Potion of Fago. Was that one of them? No. Because <laughs> the cards were like. Don't act like that's dumb. <laughs> no. I'm joking. I know. Uh, no. No. Okay. I've seen ICP live three times, okay? Uh, Forget that. <laughs> um. And yeah, watch people get hit in the face with hey, their fucking. Who needs them anymore? Yeah, we got huh? this little insane clown yeah. posse, huh? Yeah, posse aliens oh, and clowns. Oh, hey, Georgie. <laughs> Georgie. Hola, Georgie. <laughs> now that's coming out in just a few days, too. You got to watch the Spanish version of, oh, yeah. or the from Mexico. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of it, the, dub. the original. Yes. With Tim and Curry. And that scene yeah. is hilarious. Hola, Georgie. Georgie. <laughs> Bien. Yeah. Uh, but yes, not a juggalo, but fascinated by it. Oh, all right. That's what Bobby Just says. a That's student fine. of insane clown. Yeah, I'm a juggalette. Yeah. <laughs> a juggalette. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, they ran into a problem when they ran out of cards and wanted to keep yeah. seeing them. Then they got kind of like oddly religious. Oh, weird. that's right. Yeah. Didn't they go like not straight edge, but kind of like nah, they just started singing sort of about sober. God in general, yeah, but it yeah. wasn't necessarily Christian God. And that's yeah. where like I don't want to believe in. I like magic because it's keeps things fun or something weird. Mm-hmm. Some quote that they had yeah, about yeah. that. Anyways, yes. How are you, Joe? <laughs> uh, me, I'm pretty good. Um, had a first weekend yeah. and a couple weekends. Okay. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, jar, oh, Jar Jar, jar yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, had our first weekend back after a few weeks of being out of town or being yeah. at weekend weddings. Weekend wedding warriors. Yes. Uh, and we're going to have our third. You'll be there. I with will. my wife and I and a couple co-workers. Yes, we well, will. The three husband. of us getting married, yes. sharing our vows. Oh, yeah. We have a thruple. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, went to, we were up in Santa Rosa last weekend. Uh, beautiful wine country up there. 
I didn't realize that Santa Rosa and Napa and all that stuff kind of cross over. They're all the same general yeah, yeah, yeah. area. It's, but it's kind of like, like the South Bay where it's like Redondo, Torrance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That, yeah. They're all within like 10 miles of each other yeah. or something. But um, yeah, after comparing that to uh, my oft-mentioned family's love of Temecula wine country down mm-hmm. here. And yeah, by, you were in real Kind of outside town. of San Diego. I was I, I told uh, uh, the the bride to be she was like oh hey because I had a rough time making it I had a real bitch of a time uh, in the airport uh, lost my debit card left my suits for the wedding the next day because I was on my way to the rehearsal dinner which I was late for because my flight got delayed out of LAX right. for three hours um, uh, luckily the suits were still at the airport drove back seven miles in the cab from the restaurant that I had gotten out of the cab yeah. was still there went back got the suits came back. Everything was okay. Still gotten to toss that salad. I got the salad course. But um, I told her, and I was telling the truth, I would rather pay, because from LAX, you can get 60 to $80 tickets to Santa Rosa mm. into Charles Schultz, the creator of Peanuts. Right. Um, Charlie Brown's son and all that stuff. Not Charlie Brown. <laughs> ding, ding. That's Charlie been a whole Brown. other sore subject for me this week because <laughs> of this wedding, too. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, I went to the. Uh, 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 I said I'd rather than spending the time and gas on driving the hour and twenty minutes out to Temecula, which is a terribly boring, shitty drive. I would rather have the fifty-eight minute flight, yeah. uh, even LAX included, and just go to Pack Santa Rosa and have some nicer, much nicer wine country right. with trees and not hundred and ten degree heat, right? And not just desert around. And like I said, and even more Santa vineyards Barbara too, or yes, exactly. fucking Solvang or right. whatever, where yeah. that movie Sideways went. My wife actually just yesterday noticed. She's like, "I really, I love your family, but I really yeah, just I noticed how white how, trash they are. <laughs> how much creatures of habit they are, and they like once they find one thing, they got to stick to it forever. And I even have those tendencies too. But yeah. I've far more than anyone in my family really branched out and just done my own thing more. Yeah. Probably because I'm the only boy other than my stepdad. But um, but uh, no, Santa Rosa was it was super nice despite a shitty first time getting there. Uh, had a nice rehearsal dinner. Uh, people were. My wife had been talking up the podcast and prolapsing on the, the bachelorette party a few months ago, which I think we mentioned while we were at uh, Contact in the Desert. And uh, so when I came in and, and dinner was over and we all got to mingle and have like a you know post cocktail hour thing, they're like, "Oh my God, Sarah, is this your husband, the prolapse guy?" Prolapse. <laughs> guy. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, one of the gals didn't, still didn't believe it was really a thing, especially or at least in porno. And so then the rest of the weekend, including that night. I kept surprising her with body, Bonnie Rotten Google image results, uh, Bonnie Rotten prolapse, and would just like slip yeah. it under my hand, and she'd go dry heave in a corner yeah. and flip us off. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Um, what were you going to say? I was going to say, Night Beacon jumped in and said, yes, oh. Temecula sucks. Yes, Temecula is not good. I do enjoy the wine from there. It's not the wine that's the problem. It's the people. It's the people and the weather and the drive that's just not said. so yeah. fine. Um, but uh, yeah, Santa Rosa was very fun, and then um, I went to the uh, the Charles Schultz Museum up there because he lived right up there and did the peanuts up there. He fucked every peanut that he saw up there, uh, and that was kind of interesting. I brought some I bought some souvenirs for uh, my mum and my dad. I got some yeah. popcorn and what some hot dogs. Um, I didn't get anything for Hearn because he's going. He's up there this weekend, oh. I think. Um, and he's and he and his girlfriend are going to go because um, he's obsessed with peanuts. I, li- I mean, peanuts are, them. peanuts are fine, but I really was just like, hey, I have six hours to kill. My wife is doing a whole bridesmaid thing, yeah. which t- I cannot imagine that. Because <laughs> I remember my wedding last year, it was like, oh, I just dress myself <laughs> yeah, yeah. and do my own hair. I helped you dress. <laughs> yes. We took photos, yeah. <laughs> and so did George Corner. <laughs> yes. Um, 
Yeah, the awkward uh, adjusting the collar and yeah. tie photos just and staring, staring into you. each other's yeah. eyes. <laughs> had nothing to do with it. Remember, yeah, well, well humble brag and yeah, whatever. Well, yeah. Uh, that suite that we had mm-hmm. that uh, Mr. Man paid for. Mm-hmm. The father in law. Uh, yes. He, <laughs> father and doll. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thought it was just the room, and then I was like, oh, let me look in this oh, door, because yeah. I think it's a closet, yeah. and it was like literally <laughs> a room bigger than- Another apartment. <laughs> someone's ap- It there. was bigger than my apartment in yeah. Santa Ana, oh, for yeah. sure. Maybe even bigger than my yeah. house. <laughs> Vault Had vaulted ceilings and all that stuff. Fucking and, insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, yeah, I guess it's a kind of cool suite, then like- Yeah, because we were like, shit. oh, well, one of us will sleep on the couch, and what- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nope, whole full-on literal house. Full-on Chinese. Yes. Um, yeah, that was it was fun. You could get through it, and it was, it was nice to see- uh, where he like he, there's there's an ice rink right across the street that's kind of part of the mu- museum. Did you go for a little spin? I, you, it wasn't open for Couples skating, only. but there's a restaurant called the Warm Puppy Cafe. And then I was cracking up because I was like, oh, that's a little take on hot dog, but it's warm puppies because uh, they serve hot dogs and stuff there too. But uh, it's like a little re- a little diner restaurant, kind of a snack shack mixed with an actual full on diner. Yeah. And there's just like high school kids from Santa Rosa working there, but. Uh, Schultz's tables like reserved or whatever, so I kind of I just rubbed my balls on it for a second yeah. through my basketball shorts. Nice, um, but uh, you do have water truck touching issues. Oh, I got water truck balls. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're water. Truck now balls. that now on that on those two big globulous notes, the second we get so we went on Alaska Airlines. The second we get down that escalator at the uh, d- balls the, uh, at, fell through the escalator. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, they fell through the bottom of my shorts and hit a yeah. kid in the back of that. No. Pretty close, though. So there's an escalator that goes down into the arrivals area where people can go, oh, you're home, blah, blah, blah. And uh, you're a homo. Yeah. (laughs) Stop it. Yeah. Uh, And there's literally in the entire Alaska baggage claim, thousands feet long corridor where there's multiple baggage carousels. Right next to the escalator is the only set of bathrooms in that entire fucking area. And I had to take a raucous shit. As soon as the, the plane landed, it was like diarrheaville. And so I'm like, okay. So I, I run in there. I beat the rush at least because there's a billion people behind me coming off multiple planes. But as soon as I'm and down there and I'm slop exploding that fucking that bowl, the second I sit down there, water balls. It's like it's a real shallow, real shallow bowl. Luckily, I saw the janitor walk out of the bathroom right before I walked in. So it was a pretty clean bowl as far as I could tell. Yeah. Um, or at least the previous person's balls were pretty clean. Yeah. So the balls were there, but Mr. Dandy's not in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I had had some of that ball, Duncan. is like, hey, I'm in this now. I got I to gotta raise the... Uh, <laughs> the the ball bowl tides raise when all shit with all shits. <laughs> so as I was shitting, I was... Displacing that water, fill so it up. The water got even higher up your Oh, balls. yeah. But luckily, as I always do, because I'm a smart boy, I'm a clean butt boy, I always bring my butt wipes, my moist towelette wipes with me. So they were in my backpack. Uh, the stall had no hook to hang the backpack on, so it was on the floor, on which was lap. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Doing some work on my laptop. Yeah. And by the time, like within five minutes, I was trying to get it out of there. There was a line of 20 fucking guys waiting, <laughs> waiting to, to, to lick to, my balls. To clean your balls for you. Oh, we heard a plop, oh, but we knew it was different yeah. than the others. All, yes, all the, the very attuned 
gay guys can all hear that sound a mile yeah. away of the balls hitting water. Yeah, Night so. Beacon wants to know if you left a big old cake splatter. No, no, no. It was it was pretty uh, pretty light fare, surprisingly. Uh, pretty good, pretty easy cleanup. Not a lot of clay quality to it, which usually leaves that cake batter uh, on there. But uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> Great weekend. <laughs> yeah, of that, of that delicious organic Santa Rosa food. <laughs> yeah. Um, tried some new breweries up there. Nothing to write home about. Though. Yeah. So we'll talk about that on our catch-up episode of okay, five months drinking. of not doing beer they're drunk that sometime soon but yeah um other than that i think we have a a reaching for the stars yes um we have a a, a new review uh on apple podcast which is where and, and reaching for the stars where we ask you the little probers and pro bets out there to leave us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts. uh anywhere else too but apple podcast needs the most help i think uh, we want to yeah. we want to get it up closer to five. I think we're at four right now, but um, it helps us come up in searches Ooh, and get spread out. To, yeah. You know, it keeps us on the charts, and the, the higher we are in the charts, the more all the little farts that go on Apple Podcasts can find our podcast. So, um, if you give us a five star rating and review us in the comments of that five star rating, say whatever you want. You can be funny, you can be dumb, you can be mean, yeah. you can be nice, whatever. Uh, we will read it on the show like I'm about to and give you a shout out. So this is from. Uh, Greenbacks823, so it's all just weird capitalized. Right, right. So Greenbacks823 uh, has the title of his review saying, Brandon from Fort Collins, Colorado. Great conversations. Great humor. Thanks for helping me get through the hot days of summer. Thank you, Greenbacks slash Brandon. Colorado's Appreciate a hot that. spot, I guess. Now, he's he's having hot days of summer out here in Cali. We're having hashtag hot girl summer, right? That's the new ha- That's the big hashtag yeah. of chicks with... White claw <laughs> chicks with dicks. Yeah, just, we're talking and white between claws our legs and things flow. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. White claw. You had your first white claw this weekend. I did. Yes. 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 Um, yes. I did see a funny meme that said because uh, there's the whole thing where that guy did the whole video of like white claws. Blah blah blah. Yeah. There ain't no laws when we drinking claws. So everyone <laughs> says that. And uh, someone quoted like, "There ain't no laws when we drinking claws." Is kind of how the purge started. Because <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of just rich white people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no laws. <laughs> uh, yeah, thought that was funny. It was fine. Like it's, I, I would never drink it over beer, but right. like, it's like it really is just like a fucking Lacroix with alcohol, right. a little bit of alcohol, right. and you don't really taste it. Yeah. So it is gluten free. It yeah. is friendly. It's corn free. Well, believe me, if I if back in the day, back in the late nineties, early two thousands, when it was the the little the, the the girl drink right as they called it back then was like Schmirnoff ices like the little malt that liquor or wine the, cooler uh, things the wine cooler yeah what was the wine because my aunt Boone's used Farm to drink them. no they were the I think they were just called wine coolers well that was the but, general term no of, I know yeah. but I think there was a brand called wine cooler oh I don't know I feel like Boone's Farm was the big one that had right. all the commercials well, too the shit, yeah wine wine cooler spritzers and shit like right. that where they just put club soda in or something and Oceana I think made them too for a while. Ocean Spray. Or Ocean Spray, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Ocean <laughs> Pacifica. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was fine. Um, it seemed to put my wife to sleep because she was like, we were just drinking Green Cheek beer, which we reviewed on Beer yeah. They're Drunk That. And uh, that's all we were drinking was beer the whole night, but it wasn't like a shit ton. But she just like, she was like 9.30. She's like, let's go. I'm like, all yeah. right. So, yeah. And it was She's after just a, juiced up, Yeah, too. just after a few sips of White Claw, was, it, was, uh, it, it was over. Now you're just going to keep those on you at all times. Yeah. We had some car carne asada, so some yeah. carne asada yeah. uh, on a plate on the way through and uh, way home. And, the way uh, through. Yeah, the know, drive through. Got to get through this. Uh, and yeah, then we were going to bed with uh, a little Pepsi AC because we were burping up acid because we just crashed the second we get home, which doesn't feel very good. 
Uh, Nightbeacon said he was chugging Four Locos all weekend. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, Four Locos not what it used to be, though. It's watered right? down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Zima. Yes. He loves to talk about a Zima. Oh, yeah. This kind of certain zip, oh. uh, certain something. Dragon, Dragon Wolf says uh, fuzzy navel coolers. That was fuzzy. a big Oh, one. yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. yep, yep, yep. forgot yep. about those. Um, you know, blowjob coolers. <laughs> <laughs> All those other sex shots. What was the... Right. Um, there's fuzzy navel blowjob shots, and what was... Sex is there... on the beach was yes. like a cocktail, yes. I think, yeah. that people would order. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was like something nipple, too, right? Uh, wet nipple. Yeah. It was wet nipple shots, was I it? think, or something wet like nipple. that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Always me up here. Nakamuro-san. This episode... Um, was very redundant. It uh, doesn't talk about aliens most of the time, or it's or it's it's talking about how maybe the oh, beings that we see buttery uh, nipple, buttery nipple. Wolf there says. we is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we is. There we is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the one. Oh, that's it. That's <laughs> how you do it. Shot, there yeah. we is. Have um, you read the birthday cake shot? That shit is pretty delicious. Yes, I have. Yeah. And, and there used to be the oatmeal cookie shot back in yeah. the day too, which was good. Uh, Bobandy says Bartle and James wine cooler. Yeah, Bartle and that's James another big was one. the other one. Yep, responsible for many eighties housewives' first taste of anal. Oh yeah, first taste. <laughs> Sorry, of as I was reading that, yeah. I was like, oh, oh yeah, there oh, you yeah. go. That's how you do it. Yeah, Twitch isn't worried about that one. Nope. <laughs> yeah, they're worried about the Asian wasps. Right. Not first taste of anal. Now I wonder if the night, the the beautiful romantic night with Keith's sister, started with a Bartles and James yeah. or a Boone's Farm. Or, <laughs> Uh, or had a taste of anal then. Right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that's a great shot, Nate, too. Taste of anal. <laughs> no. It's a little rough at first, but yeah. once you get through it. <laughs> um, yeah, the, this, was, this episode is about the alien technology or methods of resurrection and then, quote unquote, examples of that right. um, in history. So yeah. and pseudo transcendence, but not all the way, and and, and a lot of goes, a lot of fucking yeah. mummy crossover, right, like a right, lot right. of mummification crossover, and it was like we've seen that you know seasons apart or like ten episodes apart. This is like the laziest fucking two episodes ever because it's like forty percent of the content was the same as last week's episode, right. Secrets of the Mummies. Right. So um, it's weird that they decided to double down. Like well, they that, talked so about some together. slightly different stuff on this one about of mummies, course, with like yeah. the different souls and stuff. But they mentioned that they just didn't go as deep into saying, it, yeah, and yeah. then you know, and it's fine. They they ended up comparing that to the zombie section. We'll get to and everything, but um, I don't know. It's it was it was weird. The it, it was like I didn't really learn anything this episode. This is one of those things where it's like we're getting a little more specific as the seasons yeah. go on. Technically, the season nine. Uh, as the seasons go on, we're getting more specific. So that specificity allows us to make yet another intro episode to that concept, right? Yeah. Like, so they're not going to go super, super deep. They'll, they'll, I'm sure they'll fucking talk about resurrection chambers yeah. and things like that in the future, uh, and and sarcophagi yeah. up the wazoo. But uh, so you can have a taste of anal. And, there you uh, go. and Bo Bandy said, "Mommy's been there, done that." No, I'm joking. Mummies. <laughs> I was like, had a taste of anal? Technically, <laughs> Bo Bandy is married with two children, That's so he true. does have a mummy. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday again. I think we said it last week, but happy birthday to your daughter, Bo Bandy. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for reaching out to Night Beacon, Bo Bandy. Oh, I'm trying yeah. to give him some business down in yeah. the South Florida area. He wasn't sure who you were because you had your normal screen name, and so right. he thought maybe it was somebody actually trolling interested or trolling him, too. Yeah. yeah so. Um, but yeah, we, we, as you can see by your beautiful yes. sign. <laughs> I noticed your sign on the yeah. back of the probing <laughs> podcast. Um, but, uh, yeah, we start off oddly enough with, uh, asking, you know, what is death? 
Right. What is a near-death experience? Uh, we go in 19, to 1991 Phoenix, Arizona, or as I called it, Las Vegas, Arizona. Yeah. Because uh, they did like a 360 Phoenix, shot. I was Nevada. like, oh, Vegas, baby. Yeah. Arizona. Not so quite. Phoenix, Nevada. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't even notice the Santa Barbara as a UFO sucking up a oh, wow. dolphin on the glass. That's the Modern Times. This is the Modern Times open in Encinitas. Oh. <laughs> I wonder why it's. You said Santa Barbara. All right, sorry. I was thinking yeah, yeah. Santa Barbara's the most recent one. Because I was like, glass. I don't remember you getting one of those cups yeah. with the release. Yeah. So, there's a UFO sucking up a dolphin. I don't know why. Because they're not too far from um, Miramar Air Force Base, right. right? Maybe that's it. Might be some. So alien long and tech. thank you for all the fish yes. from Hitchhiker's Guide yes. to the Galaxy. Yes, for you too. But yeah, so they talk about the singer Pam Reynolds, who I don't think I've ever heard of. Didn't seem yeah. familiar. Um, she looked like an old coworker of ours. Uh, but uh, yeah, she um, she had a an aneurysm or was about to have an aneurysm. Right. And doctors like removed a lot of her blood, cooled it down. Right. To kind of trick the body into thinking like it was almost dead or like that the slow uh, everything down. Because the pressure was building, the aneurysm in her brain was going to explode and she was going to die. Right. So they put her under in a coma or whatever, um, cooled down her blood, took it out, put it back in slowly so they they could work on the aneurysm without the pressure being threatening right, to burst right, it, right. right? So, a la uh, the oft-mentioned tiger from Dr. Doolittle, the Eddie Murphy exactly. version. So, and you just felt that sweet release. Yes. Um, but, uh, and then she woke up, and she was okay. They, they fixed the aneurysm. And I don't think, they didn't qualify this as, like, the first near-death experience reported or whatever. Right. They just, I guess it was just Breakthrough a popular surgery. one. Yeah, I yeah. guess. So, well, because um, it was a pseudo-famous person, yeah. and it was an experimental Pseudolos. surgery where they basically... Had her quote unquote dead for right. an hour yeah, yeah. while they performed the operation right. before they brought her quote unquote back to life. Exactly. Not truly brain dead. Right. Um, but yeah, body, I don't know, was interesting. So yeah, she didn't um, go full retard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she she had an NDE, as we call it in the biz, a near yeah. dick experience. No, a near yeah. death experience. Um, and she she had the classic experience of tunnel of white light. Uh, relatives that were already dead, and yeah, well, she kind of even more beyond just the tunnel. Yeah, went to another realm altogether. Right, and then went through the mingled. tunnel and so, yeah, mingled <laughs> with otherworldly beings made of white light. Well, and her dead relatives. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and they called it. Uh, she traveled to a meta world, right? Uh, which I, that's the first time I've heard that. But um, so then they ask, really, what does it mean to be alive? What is the nature of consciousness? So right. they're getting into really heady stuff right off the bat, and yeah. then we go into. We talked about this briefly, um, actually pretty in-depth, about when we were at uh, AlienCon 2019, uh, Travis Taylor's Quantum Consciousness uh, panel, where he really broke down the brain into the smallest part of the brain is these microtubules. And they have the hair lip guy talking about this or whatever. He's he's explaining the microtubules thing, that the smallest information that we can see in the brain or detect – is these microtubules, which are smaller than the synapses and the right. electric particles and all this it's crazy how everything shit. Everything gets juiced up, right? And so, and they are um, there's just billions and billions of data points in each one of these, and there's just yeah. fucking zillions in everyone's brain. Right. These are what uh, there's are so small that they're on the quantum level. Well, so it's, yeah, how they can pass the quantum data exactly. Yeah. So that's what his whole point and the point they're making here is that your brain is actually a quantum computer, not a logic gate based computer. Right. And so we can think of things instantaneously and make connections, you know, close to instantaneously as opposed to thinking linearly. 
Which is well, how we, it's pulling in same, same, yeah. instead of like, <laughs> yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Right. And enough yeses or nos gets a computer to an answer exactly. today, and it can do that very fast. Right. It just can't do it as fast as a quantum computer, which literally just says, what is this, what yeah. is that, and bring them together. Pairing things together at the same right. time. At that speed. And right. then again, that's where... In the quantum realm, you can be spinning off in multiple dimensions or yes. within your own dimension and, and manifest and do these kinds well, of things. Well, that's the question you have to ask yourself, exactly. of course. <laughs> I miss doing him. I just miss, <laughs> I miss his. I miss getting that taste of anal from the late yeah. Coppins, you know? Yeah, just uh, sucking down those <laughs> wine coolers. What was it our last last week? Our um, Somebody sent us a message or something that was like, uh, I've caught up to like on three or four seasons in like less than a month or something and right. I'm going to be sad when Phil Coppins is dead and on the show anymore. Right. <laughs> like Oops. season 3 episode 6 I'm going to be sad when he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Um but uh but yeah, so uh they're they're mentioning this because consciousness then can be redefined as quantum a quantum system in a non-quantum body like Real. you know like yes yeah. exactly. So which is really interesting because again if we well, have within us, like ever, I mean, everything does, but we have within us both the world we understand and very much the world we don't, which right. is the quantum. Where world. are we living that we don't even know we're living in yet? Right. The uh, the, sp- the spooky spooky science at a distance that Einstein right. called the quantum world. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then when you're dead, quote unquote, yeah. your quantum uh, energy and knowledge is still existing right exactly. so it can be called upon or interacting with something else you were paying attention to this episode i like that I do. Uh, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> kind of. uh but yeah so um yeah these microtubules which house this quantum data they're not tied to as far as we know they're Electric. not tied to a, yeah. a physical body being alive because yeah they're not technically part of or they're not required to be have electricity because they're smaller than electricity <laughs> you know it's super yeah. weird so um now, the, the classic medical definition of a near-death experience and what the symptoms you experience there, they think is just from hypoxia, which means a lack of oxygen to the brain, which causes random visions to happen in your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, like but it's the, short-circuiting. Right. But the experiencers that have these near-death experiences, they, they don't always have visions that – they don't always just have the white light, the relatives, the, the, the outlines of humans. There's enough um, And that, that it's not the signs of a dying brain. Right. Because some of them have visions of the hospital room from right. above or this, and things that they shouldn't be have been able to know because they were literally brain dead. Right. So they can see things or they they like, oh, somebody, somebody said something or somebody moved a certain way. Especially the movement part right. is crazy because you might be able to auditorily – process things without knowing it but if you said oh yeah my grandma in the back corner of the room was pulling out this thing but if they had been brain dead for three right. minutes how would closed, they laying on their back how would they know that you know dead. so it's the yeah. classic like floating above the room and whatever mm-hmm. um breaking through the physical beginning realm. the transcendence um but because uh, your the, brain is almost arguably going into overdrive at that point yes yeah that is Not what doctors dying. say yeah. yeah um yeah it's like the 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 training wheels are off right you now um which is interesting that like as the body's dying, consciousness expands in a way because because people were on Maybe this show going like constricting it. The class yeah the classic uh, set of symptoms too is like the people feel at peace yeah they feel a sense of togetherness with the universe and calm and all this stuff too so I mean you could argue that that's the brain's way of knowing I don't have to worry about anything anymore um, but you know it's yeah. uh, 
I don't know. This, they don't answer this question, obviously, because we can't right now. But um, like I said, it's a big thing that they kind of move on from pretty quickly to talk about mummies. Yeah, they again. were kind of talking about this stuff. It's <laughs> like, okay, this maybe yeah. be a cool episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then it just like kind of goes to shit after Classic this, case of the but... back of the book ends up being more interesting than the actual right, novel right, or right. whatever it was. So. Well, Bandy does wonder which uh, AA caricature mm-hmm. Coffin's widow will be dating next. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I wonder if she's dated anyone else in the AAT world, if she yeah. is. You You'd know. probably look it up, yeah, <laughs> but true. I don't know. I'm true. Uh, for another time. <laughs> I am true. I'm truly the competitor to White Claw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tastes just as great. Jonathan Young, curator of the Joseph Campbell archives. He comes on and just he just talks about how all cultures, pretty much, uh, in even in ancient religious texts or philosophical texts, have talked about similar experiences and a tunnel and this and that and whatever like you know the chinese like being swallowed by a great white dragon or something you know uh even though they have all vastly different belief systems so he's saying there's some through line here which to me i'm like well yeah the human brain is the human brain but um he's talking that he's saying that near-death experiences transcend cultural limitations which isn't a crazy thing to say it makes total sense um because it's about the body of which the mind and consciousness is housed in and that's beyond religion or yeah America or MAGA or any of right. Trump's policies. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, buffoon yeah. Buffoon <laughs> The orange buffoon, yeah. Uh, ancient astronaut theorist thinks these beings of light, of course, uh, are aliens because it's very similar to how aliens are described in abduction reports. Now, I don't really think any of these beings of light have been reported in a near death experience shoving a probe up the person's asshole yeah. or to taking find out their physical space or taking sperm and, and I was going to say sperm and semen, taking yeah. sperm and eggs. Uh, out I, out of the you know a human I, I don't know so I'm not sure how they're the same other than they're described as having a glow or something like that but right. I mean hey we've all seen that what is that uh, dragon movie uh, <laughs> with the, the African American cat yeah, yeah where it's Bruce Leroy Brown yes. versus uh, show enough show enough the Shogun of uh, all of Harlem because he had to, he fully embraced the glow exactly. didn't just have it in one fist. Fully embrace it. That's how you he beat Shona. You are the master, master. <laughs> when I go in yeah. back into the world. Now, similar to that, quick side I used to watch note. that movie all the time yeah. as a child. We, I, I saw it only for the. I saw it only for the first time a few months ago. Um, but which is uh, crazy because seems like right up. That's crazy because they said that in the movie at some point. I'm exactly. sure. Well, it's funny because he, Bruce Leroy Brown, yeah. the man from Harlem, mm-hmm. and Shona are all trying to be Asian. But then there's those three Asian guys who are like desperately trying to be black yes. guys. I'm like, so oh, man, what's uh-huh. going on? Like full on like jive talking kind of yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, because yeah, because Bruce Leroy Brown is doing a full on weird Buddhist monk like stereotype voice, and it's a little well. Uh, he's trying to be like the the hyper yeah. enlightened Bruce Lee. Exactly. Yeah. Of like, um, oh, one does not do this and that. Yes. And blah blah blah. And his papa owns that pop the mm-hmm. pizza place. I know. I yeah. don't want to tell you. And they like and love even him. If I did, they think he's a big weirdo or something. I'm going to say nothing. <laughs> yeah, because his brother wants to bang the chick. Yes. Yeah. His brother's a little horn dog. Yeah. The girl from the dance yeah. uh, show. I'm which sure he's Bruce telling. Bruce Brown then hooks up with. Yeah. I'm sure he's telling people it smells like chocolate cake down there yeah, in his pants. Exactly. Um, I'm but to get uh, it. I mean, he's African American. He just call it cake. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course. And it's says, like a biker gang, she is a Prometheus mama. Oh, there we go. I'm assuming Coppins widows that song. Oh, yes. Uh, No, but my point was that song, that main song at the end of the movie, which literally, it's one of those 80s tropes where the song literally just tells you what's going on in the the movie. Yeah. yeah. We watched uh, Monster Squad. Um, Love that movie. 
Which I had never Wolfman's seen that movie. Nerves. Yeah, I've never seen that movie uncensored. See, which is crazy. I've seen that movie I've, a gajillion I've times. I've seen it a billion times too, but it was only on like TBS yeah. or whatever. I bought the bootleg DVD. Oh, I no, to be the fair. Real DVD. Sorry, no, my daddy, Pino, he bought, uh, he rented the VHS once a long yeah. time ago, but I was very And then you swapped it out for Peter Pan, which was swapped out for a porno. Yeah, yeah. Which was rectal rodeo or virtual are. sex. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where the guys are yeah uh but no uh monster squad has another one of has a rap song at the end oh, yeah. which is just the literal like the kids were in town and they for, saw for some ghosts yeah. and then they fucked the kid and then they had yeah. chocolate cake and it his brother's asshole and <laughs> yeah but uh yeah anyway just reminding me when you were singing that of that yeah. terrible you rap song are at the, end. the master <laughs> but that movie again which one? very good i mean slight connection here because there is the mummy monster in Monster Squad. Well, remember, Gorsh Jorner said he watched it and his daughter freaked out because, like, oh, the yeah. little girl's the virgin in it and the Dracula's yes. trying to get her. Yes, she is. And he calls her a stupid bitch. Yes. And there's a... There's a freaks there's out. actually a surprising amount of depth in the movie, despite being what would now be considered problematic a lot. Like, in the right. beginning, our protagonists are calling their fat friend... And and the bullies are calling the same friend the f the gay word right yeah, like exactly. over That's and what I've over. Said. In eighties movies, over. these kids were horrible. They say it like nine times in a row. Things the same you could kid. not say anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, he's Gugats. the guy who says Wolfman's got nard. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, but yeah, it was shocking. All of the but what I liked about it was that it moves really fast. Yeah, they they actually like have because uh, the guy that wrote it is the guy that directed Die Hard, Shane Black, or oh, whatever. Right. So. It was pretty actually surprising quality for a kids movie. I actually, it's one of those that I wish it was longer. Like it almost moves yeah. too fast. I took a know? bunch of pictures because I went to the Warner Brothers, so they did a Halloween haunt thing the last two years. They're oh. not doing it this year at Universal. Oh no, Warner Brothers. No, studio? at Warner Brothers, it was way better than the Universal one. Oh, but right. literally, the church on their back lot is the church from that movie. Right. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that little town square yeah. area. Um. But yeah, I was surprised how good it was. It was like it really used. The whole buffalo, like it, like everything it introduced, it it was there. And there's yeah. the little things like the fucking uh, the the scary German guy was a fucking concentration camp survivor, right. like a Holocaust survivor. You know, like little things like that. He's like, oh, I'm gonna fight evil again. Was kind of cool. Right, right, right. Kind of elevated what could have been just a dumb kids movie, you know. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, back to mummies and stuff like that. Uh, we get a lot of William Henry Medallion Man on this episode. I don't really Bill know Hurt. why, other than. Beings of light are star beings, I guess. They never say that word. They dance around Stargate and star beings because this is more in a purely religious, you know, quantum right, sense. Right. Um, but uh, he's on here quite a bit. And uh, uh, he ha- what did we say Medallion Man's uh, Medallion Man monologue? Is that no. what no. we Oh, Bandy, w- do you remember what it is? We did the Wilcock drip. That was good. The Wilcock but, drip, um, the Medallion Man moment? Maybe no, no, that's a Martell moment. Martell the moment. Kid. Medallion Man Gate. I don't know because he's always about <laughs> portals. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Medallion Man. I don't know if we ever had one actually. Yeah, but monologue. Well, it's like better. Bill Hearn because yeah. he's William Henry. Exactly. Yeah. So the Bill Hearn heard you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. Yeah, we'll William, think it's the William Henry. Hear me out. I yeah, don't know. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, he comes on and he says. Uh, the common ground is the tunnel of bright white light, and beings wearing shiny garments are, uh, are made of bright white light who are standing before that gateway, or actually in the gateway. And you have to wonder that the afterlife is just a plane of existence that it is inhabited by navigable... Or wait, sorry, I'm fucking this Uh-oh. up. Uh-oh. Hold on. Get your medallion out. Oh, the my eye of protect Ra. me. Yeah, yeah, center me. <laughs> uh, and he says... Uh, uh, 
And you have to wonder that the afterlife is just a plane of existence that is inhabited, navigable, and navigable and accessible not only by people who've died, but also by living extraterrestrial beings. So that was, again, this intro is the most interesting segment where it's like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, if you're becoming an interdimensional being because you're leaving your physical body behind. Right. You're leaving behind the 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 larger rules of physics, of relativity right. and all that stuff, and moving into something that isn't ruled by any of that, even though everything is made of that. Right. But when um, you're in this dimension, it is, but now you're moving to another dimension. Right. Um, but then understand, like, as we talk about all the time, we're, all, we're always saying, oh, yeah, aliens must be time travelers slash interdimensional travelers, all that stuff. Right. So now you're becoming like them. So there's a lot, yeah. there's a lot of galactic daddiness in this episode, too. Yeah. Um, but then but, you're not dead, maybe. Like, are you just now an extraterrestrial's realm? Right. With these other beings, I don't know. And that's and that's again going back Which? to uh, intergalactic. But the you know he he went into that tesseract and became basically a ghost. Right. Uh, he was a non corporeal being, even though he was just in another dimension, and he right. he interacted in a non corporeal way. Right. He interacted without time or relevance. Yes. Uh, yeah. Also, like in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, uh, when they go right. to hell, mm-hmm. but then also in heaven you have those Martians. Yes, you have exactly. Other creatures, and they can bring them back. Yeah. And help them on their adventure. Oh, that's true. And yeah, they travel yeah. in and out of that "quote unquote" dimension. That was pretty forward thinking. That heaven was for all living beings, not right. just Earthlings. You exactly. Know? So, um, but uh, Call yeah, it so William Tell. <laughs> Get it, Bobanis? It's a William Tell, yeah. Um, but uh, we'll think about it. We'll work yeah. on that. Um, yeah, that's it. No, great job, <laughs> and that's a great episode. No, they ask they ask the question: Do aliens, because of their inter- interdimensional abilities, yeah. do they hold the power of resurrection? And that's really what the rest of the episode is banked on. Right. So, uh, we go back to Israel in ninth century BC to the story of Elijah in uh, Judaism slash Christendom. Um, he had a big giant war against the followers of the god Baal, the goat-headed kind of like fucking yeah. god, um, and he also took a widow's son who died in the battle. And the pictures are a little disturbing. He's laying on top of a young boy, like literally the young boy's on a bed, like dead, and he's just laying on top of him uh, yeah. three times. Okay, uh, prays to God, and then the kid comes back to life. So um, to me, this sounds like a man laying on a child and saying, "Oh God, three times," <laughs> and then the child wakes up uh, from what his the fuck death or whatever. Yeah. You know, maybe he had a little death, his the, near the orgasm. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, William Henry comes on again as apparently the religious expert on this episode and on the show. Uh, he goes, we know that Elijah was a great mystic. He possessed a power garment that he went into space with. So you have to ask. Uh, he, he does a lot of this. So you have to ask now. Like a lot mm-hmm. of them are, are stealing the children's thing. Right. So you have to ask, is there some extraterrestrial technology that Elijah had access to? And it shows a lot, you know, that like he has this power garment thing that it can turn him into a whirlwind and fly up into space yeah. and all this stuff. Um, he continues to talk about how. Gods have always been telling people about portals and how to get to the sky and this other dimension and blah, blah, blah. Um, and relating Stargates to the afterlife. Medallion Man moment. We said Martell moment, though, right, for the Slickback Kid. Okay. That was long ago. So okay. Sorry, sorry. Um, Just throwing out what Bandy's doing. Well, right. He's trying. Yeah. He's trying. Um, yeah, and then our next segment is very short. And it's just a bunch of resurrection stories. So um, these are more modern, though. So 
they start off with uh, tardigrades. And a lot, most people have seen tardigrades. They're the little water bears, they call right. them. So they're these super microscopic beings. They are extremophiles. In, in like, they can survive in... Skydiving. Yes. Big wave surfing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mountain Rollerblading. Yeah. yeah. Snowboarding. Vert Skiing. ramping. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they can survive in the coldest of cold, in the hottest of hot. Yeah. They can survive in water that's, boi- that's like boiling, boiling and vaporizing yeah. and stuff. Because they've been found in like pools around volcanoes oh, and shit like that. Sick vape, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they can jewel pen. Yes. They can, you know, monster vape. They oh, yeah. can um, cherry twist flavor. Oh, yes. They can cotton candy, yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah. They don't get the popcorn lung. Right. Because exactly. you've heard of that, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Where the vaping causes the old popcorn lung. Mm-hmm. Which popcorn's also a scary movie caricature. It is. Um, they, yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of, now that, you know, weed has been legal in California for a while, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people that were like, oh, cool, these vape pens or whatever, they're not liking them anymore, and they're going back to just classic joints yeah. because it's way less harsh on, on the inhale. You know, harsh the mellow. It's not bro. burning and stuff like that. But um, I got this burning, yearning, feeling <laughs> deep inside me, and I feel it when It's such a female I'm group, but you sing it like, a, like an old white guy. Oh, well, I'm a baritone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> baby, wipe out. Yeah, wipe. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do it yeah um but yeah so they talk about the russian uh experiment in 2007 where they sent a rocket up with a bunch of tardigrades and wanted to experiment if they could a live in the vacuum of space right and because they technically don't need oxygen or something and b uh survive a bunch of solar radiation blasts yeah and so and if they could re-enter the atmosphere right and, and then they become Retardigrades. Yes, there we go. Oh, yeah, I made that up when we are watching it. Uh, trying to throw it to you, Joe. <laughs> uh, swing and a miss. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's like throwing the ball up for yourself and missing yeah, the right. fucking... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they bring them back. The tardigrades had gone like kind of inert. They weren't technically dead. Right. Uh, because they rehydrated them and gave them a couple days, and they all fucking came back to life. So right, right, right. pretty crazy. Um, and that's like resurrection, right? So... Then they relate that to dried out mummies, and right. this is where it all goes back to the last episode Got where they talk about that fence wood, exactly. and then you're back to life. <laughs> exactly. So uh, uh, they, of course, they talk about how, of course, the first thing they met, the Egyptians learned was that the organs and all the liquids had to be removed because liquids equal rot, right? right? Wetness equals rot. So true that. Despite women thinking that you have to have a lot of foreplay and get things wet down there, no, 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 no. That just leads to rot, my to friends, rotten. okay? Yeah. you got to go in dry, high and dry. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, oh, I wrote again, big William Henry episode. He talks about the Egyptian god Ptah. Uh, and I said, hey, bless you, <laughs> William Henry, okay? <laughs> well, Bambi uh, says a shit ton of those little bugs crash landed in the moon via a Japanese uh, lander. Oh, yeah, to try to test if they would evolve on there mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. like that, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he talks about the god Ptah, who's an Egyptian god, and how he was the god of technology, so likely an extraterrestrial, a star being, um, who taught people resurrection. But if resurrection is mummification to them, then he, William Henry himself and others on the previous episode said Anubis was the god that right. taught mummification. Like, it's pretty clear in there. Right. Text, it was how to mummify, but how, how to resurrect. I, I guess that's I guess that's resurrect. a distinction, but it gets very muddy <laughs> on this episode. Um, Martel contri- comes on with a Martel moment that's meaningless, and he just says the exact same shit that William Henry just said. Um, and uh, this is where William Henry talks about the the different uh, parts of the Egyptian soul, right? And how you had your ka and your ba, 
and you had to the 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 body yes uh the and the black sheep and all that stuff um your boo and your ka and your (laughs) and your k k k because once once the buka came together they created the buka k yeah which was the shining being with all the white reflective film on it was showered in yes all of the glistening divine light light. (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> and reborn, yeah, um, because that light was made of trillions and trillions of the essence of life, yeah, right? Of little quantum, those, quantum uh, babies, you know, little caricatures. Yes, and it was um, about eight to ten different um, right. light beams that then showered that upon them exactly. for the bukkake. Yeah, yeah, buried, uh, and that took place in the sand in the desert. Yes, and they had a device, a conical device that actually enhanced and funneled <laughs> the cosmic babies. Yeah. Onto the onto the mummy and the yeah. being, so they they could combine become a mummy. Yes, uh, but we only said I got a <laughs> Henry a, <laughs> a Henry hand job. Oh, but it's William. It's, it's not Henry yeah. anymore. William Henry. Joe. Yes. Well, yeah. Was it? Yeah, William Henry. Yes. So Henry I mean, you could hand say job. William Henry hand job. <laughs> <laughs> now, cummy mummy sounds like an erotic Ben and Jerry's flavor. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd eat that in a second, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's a pineapple cinnamon. Yeah. We put yeah. a very a very minuscule and safe amount Tartine. of bleach essence in there, so yeah. it has that certain smell, you right, know. Right, right, right. Um, There's asparagus. Yeah, little uh, crunchy funnel cones, you know, little cone right, right. cone tips in there. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, the only reason they mentioned the the ka and the ba um, is that because it's similar to what uh, the Congo people of the Renaissance, basically the 1400s, believed about um, uh, their own pieces of the soul. Because we're talking about zombies now. So, uh, in 1482, 10 years before Columbus sailed the ocean blue, true, um, a bunch of Portuguese explorers were uh, going up and down the Congo. They were the first Europeans to traverse the whole Congo River and the Congo River basin surrounding it. Uh, they found those apes that had the big stone paddles they would crush people's heads with, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, they had well, the, they, they had found another that stupid gorilla with sign language and stuff yeah. down there. And they had a real primal rage. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, so he goes back. The, the the Portuguese guy goes back ex- to to the king of Portugal. Says, "Hey, all these people are down there. They're in this other this old pagan religion called Budon or something like that." Um, and the and the Catholics come in droves, baby. They they are bukaking all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and for the next hundred years, they do a pretty good job of converting a lot of the Congolese people. Right. I think or Congolese or Congolese can't remember. Um, of the this Congo. was a different part of the Congo, right? This was the K next to the coast, right? Not the sea in the center of the continent. No, no, no. They were going on the Congo River mm-hmm. and the basin around there. Because I thought, yeah, where they showed in Africa, this was like Congo with a K, mm-hmm. and it was like a slightly different area looking. I don't know. Maybe it goes all the way. Doesn't yeah. the Congo go down mo- through most of the southern half I'm of Africa? Sure. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so the despite being converted to Catholicism, the Africans in that basin of that religion believed in the big soul and the little soul. So the little soul was literally just there to animate the flesh and give movement. The big soul was what we would think of as like your consciousness, your personality is what made you who you were. So um, then they get into this really convoluted theory of, of, of what zombies actually were and that they were kind of a mistake. So Childress chimes in for the first time. This is an actual Congo. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a whole shit. That's fucking huge. Yeah. yeah. The whole center of the kind the of, richest, yeah. greenest part of, right. of Africa. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, Childress chimes in here about how these little souls 
become zombies. So he says, with zombieism, uh, it's only the physical body that resurrects and the personality, uh, that part of them disappears. So the theory is that the the Congolese people, Congolese of rice, no, the, con- <laughs> the, the Congo people saw... They gave them Congolingus. Yes. <laughs> uh, saw these beings called the Orishas, who came from the sky, who taught who who their theory is similar to the sarcophagi being um, uh, hyperbaric sleep chambers for long term space travel, and that the Egyptians were brought onto a ship, saw people waking up and resurrecting from being mummies, right. and then tried to Redo very that. like as as again the knowledge the the lack of knowledge share would be very odd. They took the if the aliens took the trouble to bring them on the fucking ship. Show them these chambers. Why wouldn't they then explain what they are to them? This is where Sukulos and gang think the Egyptians were a little too dumb, I think, or right, think right, ancient right. peoples would have been too dumb. But it's like, you guys, seeing it off in the distance and mistaking some, a, a, a rocket for a dragon or whatever, that's one thing. Right. Personally being <laughs> brought on, chaperoned to a ship, or interacted with, here, let me show you this thing. Why would the what would be the point of those aliens teaching them something if they were just to go all right I'm taking all my shit I'm out of here later yeah, and then I... leaving those people to just try and copycat them right because the zombies With no base knowledge the zombies are what Childress and the gang are saying was just kind of a a half measure because they did they couldn't really understand the deep technology to get both souls mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. a body again and resurrect it. They only got the little soul in there, and so that just became a lifeless, a kind right. of a, a personalityless zombie or something. Right. I'm like, okay, that's Which quite even a today, it's reach. like, can we redo that? Right, exactly. So, um, so then they're wondering, how did these witch doctors have the tech to do this? So then they go into the Orishas. They were these sky messengers. Uh, Sooks comes on. He ha- he only has a couple. In, you yeah. know, alerts on the show. They're not very interesting, but he says, uh, uh, what I find interesting about the Orishas is in many of the old carvings, they are depicted in these weird craft and they feature elongated skulls. So like a lot of African art, there's big crowns and thing, you know, Nefertiti's, you know, fucking titties and all that stuff. Right. No, but like they're big crowns and everything, you know, Akhenaten and his elongated skull. Yeah. Um, seems pretty common in the area, but, uh, and I, like I said last time, elongated skulls to me are like, some of the bo- not that it's not, I guess important, quote unquote, but yeah. like, it's it's not interesting to me because it's just there's nothing. There's happening a lot of ways it. you can get there, yeah. right? And so, um, yeah, uh, uh, William Henry and Von Daniken come on and and talk about how yes, yeah, see, they saw them, you know, resurrect people, and then they just try to copy, and and saying right. they fucked up the copying of it. I'm like, okay, this now we're talking about multiplicity right, again right. and a copy yeah. of a copy. Hey, Steve. And retardigrading and all yeah. that stuff, but um, they kind of bail on that very quickly. These middle segments are hyper short; they're like three minutes each. Right, right, I'm like, right. okay. Uh, there's more stories now of not only resurrection but reincarnation because that is a very specific form of resurrection, right? right. So, uh, some little kid in India named Lube to Die or Lube to Lie. <laughs> I'd Lube to Die. Um, uh, lube to Die, try to live. <laughs> like the point I made before, right. wet leads to rot. Dry makes you high. That's like the classic <laughs> Bruce Willis film, Dry Hard. Yes. <laughs> Be dry for your guy. Um, but uh, <laughs> that's like old 1950s. Yeah. Like, Be well, dry for your guy. <laughs> don't want too much slop going. Yeah. Alcohol wipes for yeah. your vagina. <laughs> dry yeah. up down there, ladies. Up the you don't want to seem like a whore. Yeah, you got to yeah. doke it up. <laughs> doke up with the old Pepsi Cola. 
Not Coke, which clearly would have rhymed with doke. No, but Pepsi used to be the thing for abortions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go. Because, yeah, the Pepsi, Pepsi was supposed to be the lighter like diet version of cola compared to Coke, not abortions. <laughs> Look it up. Oh, I will. <laughs> uh, I think that was in some show or movie. Yeah, they would like. It was like Pepsi or something mm. like they would like douche with that, thinking oh. it would clean out all. The thinking old it would, but it yeah. didn't, right? Who knows? There's a lot, I mean, not a full whole, on abortion, but a whole like, generation of Pepsi. Kind of, kind of like a Plan B of the twenties. <laughs> plan P. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> might have been the most least expected thing I've ever heard you say on the show. Uh, you know, lighter than co- abortions. <laughs> You know, Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Pepsi, Pep do. Yeah. <laughs> it's the taste of a new generation. <laughs> um, because they all tasted it in the womb and survived. They are the their new attempted abortion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this little kid named Lubdalai, little Indian girl, <laughs> says that she was a reincarnated woman from a, a, a town ten miles away or something yeah. called uh, Matura. Um, and Childress chimes in and it kind of explains the whole story. He says, uh, she actually went to meet her previous husband. Uh, he also, after talking to her, believed that she was the reincarnation of his previous wife who had died in childbirth. Uh, and then eventually, uh, uh, Mahatma Gandhi himself got involved in this whole story. And uh, he had an investigation made. And, and Gandhi himself said that he was satisfied that uh, she was the reincarnation of this other woman. So... This little girl had all of these thoughts. No, she she could like describe things. She she had all this intimate knowledge of this guy who she had ne- her body had never met before. Right. So that's pretty crazy, right? So now Mahatma Gandhi, also known for banging underage girls, this whole story got a little creepy. Where I'm like, yeah. did the little girl come on to her husband? Did like, like all this? Right. I'm like, what yeah, actually yeah. happened there? Was he trying to How say she's he... an old woman? Even is this the anime fantasy? Yes, What's the yes, thing called? exactly. Uh, the succubus or incubus or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah, in the body of a child, but it's a thousand-year-old demon Soul <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But my mind wandered quite yes. pleasurably, thinking of the horrible eroticism oh, that might have occurred. Uh, but uh, uh, they then talk about how reincarnation in Hinduism is an essential part of everyone's mm-hmm. death. Um, there's really only so much, you know, soul or what we might be calling now quantum energy, consciousness energy. Um, because if it's the if it's the most base smallest form of energy, maybe that's the whole law of ther- ther- third law of thermodynamics. The yeah. energy can't be created or destroyed, so it's got to just keep yeah, going somewhere. Going yeah. into this mic. Uh, what were you well, saying? Bandy says knew the birthmark on his dick. Oh, is that a Michael Jackson reference? Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. Uh, my father-in-law makes that joke all the Uh-oh. time. <laughs> um, that you knew his birthmark. It's the punchline is like he knew the birth- birthmark on his dick or something right. like that. Um, but uh, yeah, William Henry again, the fucking religious expert. They do talk about birthmarks here in a little bit. They do. Yeah, that's what I thought he was alluding yeah. to actually. But um, he's just kind of explaining, like you know, reincarnation is. When the soul travels from a body and goes into another body, I'm like, okay, yeah, we all fucking know what it is, you know. So, yeah. um, you know, forget thinking that primitive people are dumb. Sometimes the show thinks that the viewer is super dumb. Correct. Uh, we get our first David Wilcock drip on this episode. And he's talking about reincarnation too. And he mentions what you just mentioned here. He says, I'm trying to like, I'm trying, I haven't practiced yet, but I'm trying to get the low key Wilcock, like yeah. the deflated yeah. cock. Yeah. 
Because he's not always doing yeah, this. Not all juiced up um, with a shirt spread open. Exactly, yeah. A woman who doesn't love him. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, just pumping iron yeah, through the fucking. Yeah. Up. Um, but uh, he says, what we have found is that people. <laughs> it's like weird. I'm like, oh, that actually sounds okay. Yeah. It's like, what we have found is that people have specific birthmarks. These people actively remember being someone else. And in some of these cases, we can confirm that this past life person died in a specific way. And the birthmark shows up in the reincarnated person in a very specific way as well. If they died by a gunshot, we know where the gunshot wound is because they reincarnate and have a birthmark right where the gunshot entered. So... Um, they only gave one example like that. I was like, I was just saying, give like, a few people you, that fucking yeah. had that. They just to know like, who they were before to like tie. Right. That's where I wanted to like let's tie some of yeah. these pieces. That's together. a huge statement to make. You got to yeah. just like have some examples if you have them. Don't right, just right. go. Oh, the audience will accept this and we move on. I mean, the right. editor doesn't talk like Wilcock as far yeah. as I know. But they also show he did like have some a meltdown earlier in the show that we discussed. But who did the editor or the. Uh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. What we yeah, were we're talking about, about if Clotworthy went yeah. crazy. Yeah, um, he was like, <laughs> "You have to wonder if let's fuck or something like that." But um, they show a disgusting picture of a baby with like a gigantic fucking mole cluster on their head, like a birthmark thing. Lots of just gross birthmark shots that weren't all yeah. just this, the normal brown spot on your <laughs> uh, flesh. What's uh, up? Yeah. So Dragon Wolf says, "Yeah, they literally just said ran a bunch of random things, all yeah. the random things, and then." Uh, Bobani said, Wilcock could ID Steven Tyler's birthmark. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> in that cuddle puddle in the blue room. Yes. <laughs> his, his brown birthmark. <laughs> Showed up really bright against Very the blue distinct. paint, blue upholstery yeah. in the blue room. The black light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Bugatti. Which surprisingly makes everything look blue. Yeah. Um, maybe it's the blue room because it's the black light and you can con- you can see the cum that builds exactly. up on the walls yeah. and everywhere. Cakes. Um, they make a point to say that it's not just Eastern religions that believe in reincarnation like Buddhism and Hindi- Hinduism. Um, early Greeks had reincarnation. And then uh, Jesus apparently said, hey, what do you call me to his apostles? And they were like, oh, some called you Jeremiah or Elijah or other, other, other religious figures from the Old Testament, implying that... He has become these. He 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 was these people in a past life, right? Implying some sort of Christian reincarnation or yeah. something too. Uh, we get another Wilcock drip here, and he says, "We have over thirty ancient cultures in the world who were given spiritual knowledge of reincarnation, the transmutation of the soul from one body to the next." Now, this isn't a funny statement, right? But they have explained what reincarnation is like seven times in the last eight minutes of this show. Right. Why did the editors put this in? We know what it is. It doesn't make Wilcox seem smarter. Right. He's just saying what reincarnation is, and Henry said it, Clotworthy said it, right. Sukulosa said it, Childress has said it at this point. Like, why yeah. are it's just it's very odd. So just shows that they're reaching for content to fill space, I think. Yeah. yeah. Phil Spencer. Um, and so if we want to get a little more heady mm-hmm. with this of the topper, if the <laughs> classic beer. Uh-huh. Um, could this could our world so if, if re- reincarnation's a thing? Yeah. Is our yes? Ooh, sexy did. Joe. Yeah, I'm oh. my fucking yeah, bug it's bites getting late night. Mosquitoes out here are fucking insane. Uh, is our world becoming a dumping ground from other planets that have ascended? Right. Yeah. What are like, what are the what are the planetary limitations, if any, of souls? Right. Yeah, like, what's a creation or right. these souls? being dumped because they're like, oh, you need to move on to the Earth realm or right. whatever. 
just like in Thor. Riam, yes. Because uh, obviously population's growing, so it's outpacing right. the number of souls from the beginning of time. Yeah. And even if you want to say it's bugs and things and stuff too, all yeah. of that is grown relatively. Exactly. So it's like, are these being dumped from somewhere else, or yeah. what is a soul creation? If the like, energy is, is neither created nor destroyed, right? They got to be coming from somewhere. Exactly. And you would presume that souls, being boundless, right. being interdimensional forms of energy, they could just slip in and out of a billion multiverses or right. planets or galaxies right. or whatever. Yeah. Why? Why? Are, why is it always assumed that the souls are tied to just this planet right. from this planet? Yeah. Are we no. bouncing somewhere else, and there's something yeah. coming in? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, is Jeffrey Epstein's soul? On fucking one of the moons of Saturn, one of those underwater beings right. in Europa out there yeah. or something. What he did was so yeah. wrong. What yeah. if he's fucking all the little alien sea serpent girls yeah. up there? That's kind what of What if he's just up. a little bacteria now? Yeah. Um, we get a children's chime in here after the Wilcock drift. And he says, uh, uh, if resurrection was resurrection of the spirit rather than the body, then it's possible that we would have a technology that would follow that spirit from body to body and... And uh, you have to wonder if this didn't come from extraterrestrials. Like, this is a classic, like, okay, your point is, like, sure, I guess if anything exists, we could have a technology that tracks it or measures it in some right, way. Right. So what's what's your point? They don't go into it at all. Yeah. Like, like what are some examples of what you think aliens could do that way? Like, because if they're saying you could track reincarnation, is there some... Is there is is you know I don't know bring up the fucking akashic record like the catch all like oh they can tap in the akashic record yeah. and see who's who now and what's right. what and you know what's the rotten tomatoes score and things yeah. like that um, what's what's this user score versus the right, critics right 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 I think yeah. I would trust the experts but I guess yeah. as a as a you know film watcher myself I don't always want to just listen to I just want to enjoy the yeah. film sometimes yeah. right um, Obani says if all this is true then he fucked up and his soul better choose a better spot next wow. time <laughs> that's a big burn to your daughters and wife Bobani. <laughs> That sucks, man. No, Keith's sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Conquistador. Yes. <I> don't know. <laughs> Traveled the, yeah. from Portugal down the Congo River. <laughs> to Keith's Keith door. Yeah. <laughs> Keith's sister door. Yeah. But you do <laughs> and not have door. Keith out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when is a door not a door? When it's a wall blocking Keith out while Bobandy yeah. fucks his sister. <laughs> um, they then talk about resurrection powers in people. Like, do we have it inside of us? So. Um, they talk about Christ's resurrection. So months before Christ's death, mm. he takes three of his most close, I think it's uh, Paul, Peter, and um, John, yeah. his three closest uh, apostles, and takes them up to this mountain. Moses and Elijah appear in spirit spiritual form, and Jesus' body starts to glow. Uh, they disappear. His body stops glowing. You are the master, master. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells his apostles, don't tell anyone you saw this until after I'm resurrected. So Classic uh, priest line. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't tell anyone about this, yeah. okay? Until um, I've re-erected. Yes. <laughs> um, so they're implying then here that some transformation in the composition of his body happened by these extraterrestrial figures uh, in the form of Elijah and what was it I say Jeremiah Obani or something? says don't forget Rufus. There we go. Yeah. Rufus! Um, something is afoot at the Circle K. Uh, now you've seen how they're shooting that movie right now, right? No. The new Bill and Ted. Um, Keanu Reeves and whatever the fuck that guy's yeah, name is. The shit. other guy from Lost Boys. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, they're actively shooting it right now. So I'm actually pretty excited for that. 
Yeah, yeah. They're, no, they're just shooting it right now. So oh, it's, okay. it's like happening for real. Um, but uh, anyway, um, yeah, they're saying some change happened to his body that upon his death would regenerate into a now an invincible physical form that was also... They're saying that, that Christ was unique and that he resurrected physically, although not that unique because Osiris and, you know, all that, like, it's happened before, but um, his, you know, all Christianity is based on that his body is intact, healed, intact, invincible, but also with these interdimensional powers, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, because they also talk about how there's an angel or a group of angels that are they're the ones that move the stone in the cave that he was dead in for three days uh, to let him out and everything. They were all wearing white suits or the suits that shined like rainbows or something. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, of course, that these are how extraterrestrials are described right. too. And these beings of light that are in near-death experiences, yeah. which also could be interdimensional extraterrestrials. Yeah. Rufus, Obani also says, Rufus, the 13th apostle. Oh, great. Yeah. I don't know. Um, is that true? I have no idea. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm we'll just picturing George Carlin there, like, yeah. <laughs> sure, guy. Yeah, and it's like, hey, don't say the seven dirty word. Trench coat. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> classic Carlin. <laughs> um, but uh, they then talk, they, we cut to St. Peter's Church in NYC. Hey, speaking yeah. of that accent, yeah. uh, NYC, uh, Reverend Tim Dolan, who they mentioned for no reason because they never, they don't even talk to him or anything. Yeah. They could have shown any church anywhere, yeah. any could Catholic have church. Any church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> abortion yeah um no yeah they could have shown any catholic church performing the eucharist performing uh, uh c- the communion ceremony right yeah. so this is the classic communion of turning the bread and the wine into the liter trans transfiguration or transubstantiation changing the actual substance of the bread and the wine into christ's flesh and blood which you then yeah. eat and drink flesh and bolts technology, technology. so um, and then this really gets into the interdimensional nature of Jesus where they, you know, because the, the classic line of like, you don't need to go to a church because anywhere that two people gather in my name, so I will be there too. Right. But then they're talking about how like, so maybe communion is set up to literally call him there because that's the rules. I'm like, I guess, okay. But yeah. like, you're they're kind of reaching in the sense of like, it's kind of a no-duh thing where it's like, well, yeah, that's the whole point of the ritual, and they tell you that, right? Like, hey, we all gather to talk about Jesus and God and the nature of things yeah. and all that. It's like, I guess. So, of course, you would think you're he's there or listening because you're talking to him or right, something, right? right? right. But um, Just they, like Santa Claus. But they're saying, like, oh, of course, Christ has a physical body and is even somehow Christ. drawn into these infinitely physically drawing into this bread, these wafers, and this wine. Yeah, wafy. So that you can take that into yourself, which is interesting, too, because that actually the eating of it doesn't mimic any... I mean, the Last Supper, obviously, but it doesn't mimic an event like his body glowing or Moses with the you know his right. body glowing when he's like, you know, with God. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I am the master. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, of course, I'm sure Jesus, like Bruce Leroy, would have the golden glow, not the red exactly. evil glow of yeah. show enough. Correct. Um, but uh, the baddest mofo of all Hollow. Yeah. <laughs> um, Valhalla kind of stuff too. Did you uh, and Harris watch that? What? Uh, Last Dragon. Yeah, we watched it okay. together. Yeah. yeah. Um, she thought it was funny. She thought it was yeah. entertaining. Um, but uh, uh, William Henry has a bunch of dumb comments about how uh, the body literally becomes a vehicle. I'm picturing him, like driving a car uh, to hold what he calls 
big that big Christ energy. Yeah. So I said it's that BDE. That big big dick energy. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm asking myself here. I'm like, why is he the most prominent in this episode? Like. Is it just because star beings gates? made of light are fucking star beings? Like, it's, it can't yeah. just be that, you know? But I guess he's Sometimes the... Sometimes they pick odd people to be the, the quote-unquote yeah. star of the show. And honestly, it, it's probably just, which one of these fuckers mm. had the most to say about right. this? You know, so... Most juiced up. Yeah. Speaking of that, of unexpected, um, Graham Hancock announced on his Twitter recently um, that he's going to be doing a 10-part series on the Gaia oh, yeah. Network about ancient Egypt and like the pyramids of Giza. I'm like, I, I actually, that's, I'm like, I don't think he's ever really done that before. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be interesting yeah. to get his take on Egypt specifically. Cause that's a lot of content. 10 out, and 10, at least 10 hours. he kept pictures from the weekend with Sansa, oh, yeah, Sansa. And he had the shirt that just said, things just keep getting, getting older. older. Yeah. Uh, he, he, uh, and he encouraged everyone to, to watch this special that he made. It's the only, yes. the only recorded speaking event of, him talking about America before his newest book. Correct. And he encouraged you to make sure and watch the first four minutes where my lovely wife, Santa, does a beautiful re- beautiful rendition of Like, she sings a yeah. song or something he, like she that. She says, ho, 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 have you been a good boy? <laughs> you yeah, can ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. her lap and tell her what you want for Christmas. We haven't been paying attention to the connection between pirate culture yeah. and Santa Claus lore. Exactly. <laughs> What is Blackbeard versus a white beard Santa? Now, wasn't Santa the original butt pirate because he had children sit on his lap? (laughs) And his reindeer were just like sails in the wind, and then they went silent. Yes, Rudolph, of course, just an allegory for how he's red-faced drunk. Maybe we can pay for Gaia Network and then review some of those episodes. For all Patreon. Do you have to pay for Gaia, or isn't it a YouTube network? You got to pay for that Mm. premium. Uh, guy ain't free. Buddy. I'm Gaia for pay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure you have to uh, to uh, do that. Okay, well, because I mean, we watched some of that Wilcox stuff on Gaia, but it was free. It was just on YouTube. So maybe there's a paywall when it's early, or I don't know. What's up? Someone gets censored there. That's a big censor box, right? Yeah. Well, for some reason, Dragon Wolf Owls was censored, and I can't tell what was censored about because it says, "Um, that part was such a stretch. In the first half, we learn Catholics are assholes conquering people. Then, yeah. um, Oh, it was flagged for conspiracy. (laughs) They said, (laughs) oh, it said, ah, my last. I'm going to allow it. Yeah, Um, why? Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, so we're assholes assholes for conquering people yeah then we learn the way to connect to our spirit is to be catholic exactly and drink the kool-aid learn how to resurrect yourself and all that yeah that's an interesting point yeah um uh where were we oh yeah starbings all that stuff we uh we 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 go into (laughs) it says probing ancient aliens used ad permitted term catholics are assholes Ad permitted term? Yeah, because like it flags random terms, so like oh. it's called out a group, and it then oh. it's a derogatory thing. Blah blah blah. So so now now in what? our our Twitch stream chat, you can say Catholics are assholes, right. and okay. we've allowed it. All right, officially. Um, yeah, it's okay to average. Yeah, that's fucking weird. <laughs> um, yeah, we're talking about medical re- resurrection here in the last uh, segment, and we fast forward to 2013 in Tübingen, Germany. Um, and this is where that which they mentioned on the last episode that DNA viable DNA was successfully stra- extracted from five different mummies. So, yeah. um, and the whole point of the last episode 
was that maybe mummification was the way they taught us resurrection. Right. Which is that if you can get the DNA, if you can take all the rotten liquid, again, be dry for your guys, yeah. um, uh, Egyptian ladies. Uh, you can take all the liquids out so it doesn't rot. Enough DNA will be intact that you could clone slash resurrect. And then Wilcox yeah, yeah. in the last episode, and what if you could retain your consciousness? Then you'd really just be time traveling into a new body or whatever. But yeah. um, it's a little inconsistent because now they're not really talking about the mummification more that this is the way to resurrection, but then they don't go into it when the whole point of this episode is resurrect. It seemed like the segment from the other episode should have been here and this should yeah, have been there. Yeah. So um, they, they at least get Bavel, Robert Bavel on, who's an Egyptologist to, you know, he's like, he's like, Oh, the technology is getting there. Then you really can uh, do yeah. what the Egyptians wanted to do, which is resurrect. So I guess for him as an Egyptologist, that's kind of a cool thing to see perhaps a mummy being able to, come alive to right, come alive right. instead of come dead yeah, exactly um but uh it's just dust you know yeah yeah, <laughs> Poof. yeah. um but uh well being sorry yeah <laughs> dragon wolf is like how is this a conspiracy so yeah it's like, what is amazon flagging as conspiracy exactly yeah uh and yeah why on a show where all we're talking about is, is conspiracy, conspiracy stuff. stuff so yeah and then bobani said nice let's see what other groups we can call assholes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, retardigrades are assholes. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so they then go into like how human, like this is weird. The conclusion of this episode is all about spiritual evolution and how that's the true path. I mean, I'm kind of with them there, but how is this resurrection? Like they end on how we're ascending and tran- transcending past yeah. our more baser self, which I guess is the body, which seems very judeo-christian like oh your body's shameful and gross and whatever right. but like it's very odd so they, they're talking about the rapture the apocalypse some this time when the old world is ending right yeah. so we get rabbi zadok on here who probably should have been on this episode a lot more than william henry yeah because he's a fucking you know rabbi like he's like a, and he's a he's a rabbi in the world of ancient alien shit so uh but zadok says you know according to the legends all of humanity is to evolve into a higher form where in which we will achieve the true purpose of why we came to Earth in the first place. And then we will evolve. He says, like, the road is not over. Then he says, we will evolve beyond that to achieve our truer pur-. I'm like, okay, how many yeah. purposes do we have? I don't know. But um, I guess what he's saying is evolve to where maybe where we're not tied to any land or place or whatever, yeah. but we can truly all be... I'm now doing work for the show. Like yeah. maybe we can all truly be connected with each other, and yeah. I, I don't know. Like because that's but that's what everyone calls heaven is a place where you can see anyone you want. You're connected. It is a place on earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, were you yeah. trying to go? Ooh, heaven yeah, is yeah, a place yeah, I forgot, on earth. I forgot what. Oh forgot my God. <laughs> yeah, heaven is a place on earth. Baby's place in girth. I can't remember what a place name. of girth, yeah. huh? That's like Bob uh, Dylan and Chris Cornell combined into one singer. Yeah. That's a nice Jackie Ma- Mason impression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the uh, moon, Alice. Oh no. Oh no. He's talking about my Zadok. Sorry. Oh, yes, Jackie you Mason. Oh, oh like yeah, this. yeah, 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 yeah. Caddyshack <laughs> uh, Two. Yes. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> but without giving away too many spoilers, have you seen the movie Mother? No, I have not. So I recently I watched that. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the week. is that the um, ghost movie? Like haunt? Like a, it's a scary movie, right? It's it's like a weird. There's a weird thing going on. Mother! So, 
Tell your children not to walk my way, not to hear what I say, yeah. mother. If I was you, I'd just be singing a Danzig song yeah. like, Mother, yeah. oh, tell yeah. me not to walk this way. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I love dancing. <laughs> I love dancing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so without giving away too many spoilers, mm. uh, I think you should watch it, mm. and then I can... I was enlightened on or told what the little twist and the mm. the, the metaphors of all of it. But basically, that kind of led to a discussion of... Well, basically says. <laughs> true that. But like how kind of led to the discussion of how a lot of the Judeo-Christian beliefs mm. kind of encourage trashing the world. Yeah. And how basically the whole world's going to end in a lake of fire. Yeah. So who fucking cares? Exactly. Right? Yeah, so it's yeah. like it doesn't really promote... In right. loving the environment. We're not meant to be here forever anyway, yeah, so, so it's let's just, just temporary. Fuck this planet anyway, because yeah, we're yeah. going to send to a better spot. So that's kind of right. is where some of these Judeo-Christian beliefs of things and right. like where we're going doesn't talk about. Well, let's appreciate what we're here because who exactly. the fuck knows? Yeah, but yeah. it was just kind of interesting, kind of leading to that. And path. Mother has themes kind of like that that tie exactly. Into that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that wasn't Guillermo del Toro or anything, right? No, but um, the guy who was in No Country Old Men. Guillermo something. Oh, oh, oh. What, or, uh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The he, Spanish guy, right? Exactly. Yeah, He's yeah. in it. Got and it. then okay. it's uh, the girl who had the um, fappening leaks. What's her face? Oh, that fucking weird movie. That's yeah. right. That was like a very controversial movie or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, I recommend it. It's yeah. very crazy. I think it'll... Javier Bardem, yeah. There we go. Javier Bardem. Yes. Uh, I think... Oh, it was an Aronofsky, Darren Aronofsky film who did like The Fountain and all these other crazy oh, movies. Oh, okay, yeah, a yeah. Scanner Darkly and things. Uh, I think wow. Sarah will probably like stress the fuck out yeah. through the whole thing because um, it's it's because it's meant it's, to be confusing and obtuse and disturbing. Exactly, and stuff, exactly. Right? So, yeah. but like once once you know what it's like, the metaphor is, mm-hmm. um, it gets like okay, this all makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't, it's like what the fuck yeah. is going on? Did so I'd you, say watch it to see. Did it give you nightmares, or was it not that kind of scary? <sighs> no, no, it's not that. It's more just like an unsettling kind of yeah, like just like the Mariner. weird shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Finding out, <laughs> yeah, your, so the whole movie's about the finding out their son is going to be gay. Exactly. And like Minority Report, would you put some Pepsi up inside you if you knew right. your son was going to be gay and have Where to go to through be. that struggle? Yeah. And if you were Orzov, uh, or uh, no. What is it? <laughs> Sorry, it's black white. It's the Banta, Banta. Well, Banta. Banta tracks. Banta's white, blue, green. <laughs> yeah, uh, of course. Uh, yeah, Orzov charm. Yeah, Orzov. Mm-hmm. Not no. What? Fuck. <laughs> Abortion. Yeah. <laughs> Aborzov. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, but yes, it is so good. Um, highly recommend. Are you done? <laughs> Not <laughs> in a shitty way. I just want to like. No, I you seem to be struck. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm trying Wait, to. Think. Huh? What? Azorius. That's the goddamn white, blue. You know, I've yield. been I've been waiting for you to say I didn't want I knew you'd get it at the end. I didn't <laughs> yeah, want to give you any clues it. or yeah. anything like that. So <laughs> Well, um, this has been closet now. <laughs> <laughs> um but I mean Technically, this entire podcast is an, an expanded episode of closet knowledge <laughs> yeah. about our love of the show. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, it's like the meta hyper extended. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, never met a hyper extended. I didn't love. exactly. This is the TARDIS of. Uh, Closet knowledge because it yes. looks like a small bit, but once you go inside, it is bigger than yes. the possible. A retondus grade. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a retondus grade. Yes. Student. True. <laughs> uh, grade A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got su- our final sucular here, too. And he says, uh, uh, In all, this is weird. This is out of fucking left field. In all of these ancient texts, they all mention 
that those gods will return someday. Not just in the Bible, but in many of the ancient texts. And it's like, what does that have to do with resurrection? Like, are you saying they're dead and resurrected? Are they going to come back and tell us, hey, you figured it out. We left you with sticks and stones. You broke your bones. And you learn that words hurt more than either of those. And that's the lesson of life. Turn the world to glass. Right. And nuke it. Um, But, uh, and yeah, I'm always like, does it always have to end? Will will we meet our fucking galactic daddy someday? When it... When it ended, I died laughing because it was like, "What? What do you remember the end quote?" Say it. I don't know. I I don't remember. Oh, it was oh, like oh. something like, "And whoever fucking knows." And then oh, you yeah. just you just went like, <laughs> "Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah." Will we ever know the truth? Yeah, I'm like, like okay. "Okay," like saying that they're gonna like, come back and and confirm that. Yeah, the, here's resurrection now. Like like yeah. we're supposed to learn how to be good. So fuck all the billions of people that didn't learn the lesson fast enough. Yeah. Only the people that are alive a few hundred years or thousands of years right, from now right, right. get to resurrect themselves. But I don't know. So, excuse me, we get another William Henry hand job. <laughs> For now. <laughs> or a, uh, I like Medallion Man monologue. But, uh, yeah. but um, Medallion Man mention? Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Right. He's a Medallion Man mention, that's for sure. Medallion uh, mention. <laughs> Um, he says, uh, "What's you a can- revelation? A medallion? <laughs> Stupid! <laughs> uh, you can argue that that's the entire point of why they visited here—to resurrect ourselves, to transform into beings of light. So, of course, dancing around this term star being—I don't know why they don't right. just commit to it, but whatever. Um, it's actually weird at this point why the entire episode they wouldn't mention star being or stargate. Yeah. Um, then we get our final Wilcock drip." Uh, and he says, there's a compelling suggestion that at the end of days, the veil between realities will be parted, and we will gain the capability of moving directly between the world of the living and the world of the afterlife. And then it's like, will we ever discover yeah. this power? Will they return? It's like, always, will they fucking return? Right, right, right. I think that's that. I think that either that's just mirroring Sukalos, because that's his ultimate thing, is that, God, won't they just to come here and right. hang out with me show themselves or can't he very nihilistically get the fuck off this planet and leave like he said he would especially if he right. never had to come back like i would get out of here so yeah. fucking quick i'd Addy. leave i'd leave nori to keep my wife's pussy dry and unpleasured yeah. and stuff hey sooks yeah. <laughs> uh no i got a bottle of pepsi here in case my yeah. little jimmy jacket has yeah. an accident has a little prick in, in it. case mr dandy steps oh out wait of line. it already has a little prick in it yeah. huh? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's the cricks of the issue. Huh? Uh, but yeah, it's like, like why why does every episode that are about very specific things have to basically end like episode two or whatever season one was the return? Like, why why does it have to always end like? Why can't you just say, what if they're fucking out there yeah, and do yeah. and they taught us? This? I, I don't know. It's it's like it's needless and it ends me. It ends with me every time going right. Okay. Yeah. What okay. what was the point? Like they don't yeah. really know how to wrap up an episode very well. They're like marketers. The show is about marketing ancient astronaut theory. Yeah. And the classic, you know, Peter, hey marketers, you just always answer a question with another question. Yeah. But that is what they do. Is they just keep, hey, we tried to solve all this, but oh, it's still an, a totally open yeah. subject. Wide. Open. Which leads us to our next episode. It's just this cycle of yeah. teaching you almost oh. less about things. If Georgia left, he would miss the schnitzel. 
Oh, that's Bo true. Bandy and I have been going I've been back keeping up with that now too. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah he literally got... talked about. Oh, and I'm posting this specifically to keep the fake outrage going yeah. about my overposting of schnitzel posts, right, right, right. which looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude, schnitzel is can't so wait good. for that in Germany. Uh, and now you got Eric Wareheim. You shared me that shared that post with me yeah. where he's in Prague eating only grandma food. Yeah, which and, is but then he German ate the fancy too. place. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, Alien Resurrections. Now, next episode is also something. I'm I'm kind of interested, but I'm also like in the old days when it was just back to Egypt, back to Egypt, back to Egypt. Right. Where they're gonna go deep, deep, deep into the waters of the Great Flood. So right. I'm interested, but also scared they're just gonna rehash shit. But I guess that's that's the price we pay for loving the show so much. True. We talk in detail about it. So, um, yeah, we uh, we're about to. I think this week we're gonna post our. Uh, second exclusive Patreon podcast on Patreon, which is this month's Adventurous Ghost episode. Just in the nick of time. Yes. <laughs> um, that's going to be... Uh, I can't remember which episode of Adventure. I think it's the season finale of Slag. season one of Adventurous Ghost. Yes, it's yeah. when Slag finally fisted me. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, uh, dry, of course. Otherwise, yeah. you need that Pepsi-Cola. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I'm a Coke like man. it too much. Yeah. <laughs> I want new Coke. Uh, they're bringing New Coke back in like limited release. Yeah, because of like Stranger that. Things. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, which I feel like that show really came and went this time. It wasn't as big. I mean, it's kind of old news at this point now. Like it was good, but like it, when it know. hit, it hit very hard. Yeah. It just, but it's kind of like yeah. fading a little bit. It was bit. like and just for like, a week or two one? instead of months for the right. uh, for the other one, the first season, I guess. But uh, anyway, well, this uh, is three. Yeah. Every month on Patreon, if you support our Patreon for five dollars a month or more, you're going to get at least two Patreon exclusive episodes. Mm-hmm. One of which is usually probing deeper, where we go deeper into some subject about ancient astronaut theory or the plucky ancient astronaut researchers, um, and adventurous ghosts. Our ghost adventures podcast, where we investigate every investigation of ghost adventures. Yes. So it's similar in format to this show. Uh, we love that show too. It's another show that introduces insane evidence about, you know. A, a very big premise, and yeah. we pick apart what could be real, what might not be real, how they could fake it, if anything. But it's actually a, a slightly, I don't want to say a less skeptical show, but it's like some of it you can't, you literally show. can't argue it, not because it's necessarily true, but because it could be anything. You know, like we're right, like, right. like that could be a special effect, that could be a fishing line, could be a, but rat. we don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> could be Iraq, yeah, uh, playing with our minds, um, but. Uh, but yeah, that episode, I think that's going to be the eighth episode of that show. Right. So, um, But yeah, we love Zach Bagans and the crew. Um, and uh, we are probably going to do Closet Knowledge, hopefully pretty soon here. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll about find the Magic day. the Gathering. Yeah. And then Another uh, beer there drunk a catch-up episode point. of Beer There Drunk That, because it's been so long. Yeah. And um, yeah, other than and that, what's up? Oh, I was going to say, Dragon Wolf asked, how long ago were these episodes? So a little refresher for everyone. Uh, of Ancient Aliens or yeah, what? Season 9. Season nine, so yeah. I think it's 2014, 2015 okay. season. Okay, so about four or five years ago. Yeah. So, um, but and then uh, Bo, oh, never mind. Oh, Bo Bandy, eh. bye bye. No, it's not a Bo Bandy. Um, but uh, yeah. So other than that, follow us on social media at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Facebook and Instagram. Obviously, uh, at Beer There Drunk That PC on Instagram, at Beer There Drunk That on Facebook. They are not. We are not on Twitter for Beer There Drunk That, but right. uh, Twitter is not really a big craft beer. Social media place. It's interesting. Not a lot of alcohol talk on there. Right. Um, but, uh, and then, yeah, our Patreon is patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens. And yeah, if you want to just try it out, 
the 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 further the Patreon goes on, the more content that you could just binge download for five bucks because as it builds, you can pay five bucks for hey uh, September twenty nineteen. Right. And you can go back and download probably the, I don't know, 12 to 15 epi- exclusive episodes we already have up there. So yeah. um, lots of stuff from our Contact in the Desert, Alien Con uh, experiences. Um, we got a fucking whole the David Wilcock documentary above Majestic, which is like mm-hmm. the mother of mm-hmm. all conspiracy theories, stuff like that. So Sorry, uh, I'm going to make uh, Bo Bandy here. Moderator. I was going to try. Hmm. He's got 414 messages. Oh, wow. So he's been an active commenter. Oh, yeah. Um, let me see. Can I fucking do that? Okay. I still got to figure that out because we just had a troll show up. Uh-oh. And, um, oh, that's just rude. What's it called? So I paused him, and Bo Bandy did the right thing and told him to fuck off. Oh, nice. <laughs> Thanks, Bo. Uh, but I can't. I don't know. I So I could t- ban that one guy or time him out. Hmm. But We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll look it up. Anyways. Thanks, Bo Bandy, for yeah, your Yeah, because I think Bandy would be there to... Uh, Make sure to block all these people while we're still chatting. Exactly. So. And allow all the censored bits through. Exactly. Yeah, he knows what's up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, tell your friends about Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, we love doing this show. We do it every week, every late Monday night into Tuesday. <laughs> Subscribe to the podcast. That helps us in algorithms a lot. And yeah, leave us those five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts because for some reason the Google Play Store, of which more people in the world have access to than Apple Podcasts, on their Android phones, refuses to have ratings of any kind on their app, yes. which is dumb. So uh, also shout out to our CastBox listeners out there because that's a platform agnostic app, and it's a pretty easy-to-use app, and even I've used it sometimes when the Google Play Store doesn't clear its cache and nothing that I'm subscribed to updates its right, episodes right, or right. things. So Oops. anyways. Uh, uh, did you say Bo Bandy's comment got deleted on Apple iTunes? Oh, I said it to you before, but yeah. Right, right. Uh, Bo Bandy, your latest Apple podcast review got deleted by Apple. So sorry about that again. We appreciate the effort. Yes. Castbox, I'm over here yeah. now. You're going to have to go deeper iTunes. into other uh, more obscure podcast yeah. apps like okay. Podbean, um, Castflick, you know, things like that. Podbean's real, Castflick is not. Uh, Beanflick, <laughs> I think that's my favorite. Yeah, so yeah. up and coming. Dry, of course. <laughs> yes. Pepsi's plus. Yes. Um, Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> yes. Uh, other than that. Well, I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna kill ourselves. We're gonna pull out. We're gonna kill ourselves now. <laughs> there, there we go. go. <laughs> Damn cheese. Uh, we're gonna kill ourselves now. Oh, and then we resurrect ourselves in a new, more powerful form. Or exactly. We have a second Hi, Georgie, and I love you, sweetie. Bye, my little butt holes to you.